Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. It is Wednesday morning. Finally got a break last night after three big days of football. Obviously, wild card round Saturday, Sunday all day. Monday, we had the national championship day. Last night, we had to, it was kind of weird. I actually watched, uh, I watched the Tiger Woods documentary. I started Monday night, to be honest, and then tried to pick up last night. This is one episode, an hour and a half, and I fell asleep both times. And it makes sense because I find him boring. I have to say, I appreciate (laughs) all he's done. I appreciate all he's done for the game, but I find him bore. I really do. I don't know what How it is. How is Tiger with him. Woods boring? Enough to keep make me go to sleep. He two had nights the in most interesting I, scandal in almost in in well, years. Well, the spoiler alert: I didn't get to that yet. I still have him as a seven-year-old putting from four feet away, and everyone going crazy. I kind uh, of align myself with Sal in that he's a boring. Um, person to listen to. He doesn't say anything interesting. Obviously, but he's his, not in the dock. Deeds. That's the whole point. I know. Yeah. But his deeds, you don't even. Have I'm to just saying. To him. As a soul, he's kind of. Uh, I, I I've never really heard him say anything compelling or or take a, a compelling posture on anything. Yeah, like not everyone has to be like Muhammad Ali in in terms of what they've done for the game, and I appreciate everything he's done to the game. But my God, just so give us something other than the thing you were hated to be busted for, right, Charlotte? What do you? I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. I really did. I thought it was a yeah. good watch, um, and I was. I found it compelling mostly because I think Tiger Woods's dad Earl was just a creep. I mean, like, there's something off about that guy. Mm. Um, and you watch it and you're like, Ugh, I don't it, it was just sort of like a creep factor compelling. And then they get his, um, you know, his first girlfriend from high school. And at first I was like, why is this lady in this? And then you start sort of she starts saying more things that make more and more sense. And I was like, oh, OK. All right. I, so, get I don't to know. It. I'm into I'll, I'll give I'll into give it. it a break. I have to, I know it ends on a uh, on fire there. That's a that's a, a nice uh, cliffhanger ending or whatever. But the I, other I, thing I, about Tiger Woods that's just fascinating that 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 just doesn't line up with what you're looking at versus when you learn his deeds is like that guy is is one of the great coxmen of the late 20th century oh. or early 21st century. It's very yeah. weird. The. It's hard. It's it doesn't register for me. Yeah, I I feel like that's sort of why it's so interesting to watch, you know, and that's why it was such a shock because he was this squeaky clean, you know, here's this it with the perfect family and the perfect wife and he did everything perfect, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out that he had like strippers on a yacht, like thousands of them. And you're like, whoa, okay, this is interesting now. I know yeah. we have plenty of other things to talk about, but you invoked the name uh, Ali, Sal. I just watched uh, a few nights ago. It came on um, When We Were Kings. Perhaps right. the greatest sports documentary. I go Hoop Dreams number one because that's one of the five best movies of all time too. in my book. But um, for straight sports documentary, don't miss uh, When We Were Kings. You want to see. I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. Uh, you'll like it. Muhammad yeah, Ali, it basically serves as, a, 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 in a smaller way, it kind of um, covers Ali's professional career and beyond. But, I mean, it is, it is, people always do that. Like, what if the internet were around? What if Twitter were around for this? That the heavyweight champ of the world, when heavyweight boxing was as big a sport as there was, that the, that the guy at the peak of it would get out there and tell rhymes and, and like, I mean, was hysterical, like not yeah. a funny, not funny for an athlete, just a, one of the funnier human beings and one of the more fascinating like guys. And Barkley uh, times 10 in terms of like an entertainment, just per, oh, per and handsome yeah. and the store. Uh, yeah. And the, the, the stuff he did politically, whether you agree or not was really sticking your neck out at the time. Yeah. He, that, that guy. I mean, I outside of Winston Churchill, perhaps the most fascinating oh. character of the 20th century. Well, let me go. My favorite Winston Churchill documentary was uh, <laughs> it's on Netflix right now. No, uh, I was going to yeah, say there are a lot of uh, Winston Churchill quotes hanging in high school gyms. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's a ton of them. Winston Churchill, when he and Earl Woods would go out, forget it. The girls would. Swoon. Oh man, game over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I so wrestled a go. whale. I murdered a brick. I'm so bad. I make medicine sick. I mean, that's the correct. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine if Baker Mayfield started shooting his mouth off like that in the post game? I'd hate it. But anyway, 
And you're getting, <laughs> you're getting uh, well, I want to get to that, Dave. You seem in, you seem I to be in good spirits. You. You've completely uh, recovered. Where well, we saw you, we posted your video of you, right. um, you taunting the, the Browns after a big Steelers win, and people mm -hmm. uh, delighted in your misery for the most part on uh, social media, which is not like social media, I will say. Well, like I, I mean, like I said, I tried it again as recently as uh, pre-dawn today. I once again made my way over to the Pacific. I just, I, I, I'm did. unsettled. Yeah, I just, I went for a long walk uh, along the beach for about, uh, you know, I don't know, three to nine hours. Um, and again, <laughs> I, I, I stripped down nude like, uh, like the lady at the start of Jaws, and I oh, swam man. out into the Pacific just to see if a shark would get me. And once again. It did nothing. Not. And so here we sit, you know. All right. I, I mean, listen, listen. The, what I don't care for is football America now trying to impeach Big Ben Roethlisberger. If he wants to go, he'll go. I mean, the, the, we, we don't need everybody weighing in the, to uh, no, the, the, the solemn pronouncements. It's time. It's time. Baby. I don't know, Dave. I heard Liz Cheney say that she would she'd be cool with him leaving. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that? Were you were you checking now? Because that was like an hour ago. Yeah, but she might have changed <laughs> her mind. She that's true. <laughs> she's kind of fickle on these things. Uh, uh, also, fun fact, don't don't yeah. show Jaws to a bunch of kids at sailing camp. If you're. A oh, counselor. really? That's what they did to you? Does it? No, I did that to them. It doesn't end well. Oh, that's a great move. I showed my <laughs> yeah. son when he was four years old and he was terrified for the rest of the day. Yeah, we no, they wouldn't sail the for like a full week after that. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's a good move. Um, well, Dave, anyway. listen, I, you know, we could go back, go back and forth online, but it, maybe it's a time for healing. Maybe tell mm. the Chase Claypools of the world to cl calm down. This could unite you and the Browns and why don't you now root for your you know, one of the AFC North representatives in the no. playoffs. You can't I do don't it. Know. I, we, we, we've talked about this. I don't understand where those people are coming from. And it's this fraternizing with the enemy and the post-game uh, jersey swap and all that. I, this is all good news, everybody. I don't mm. understand. I get why sort of, kind of, it sounds right if you're in the broadcast booth or I don't know if you're in a position of authority in the league that you might say like, this is unbecoming, but why, how fans talk about how easy it is to, to um, turn people's brains when people in positions with the microphones and everything uh, announced, this is wrong. It's weird. I thought we were rebelling against authority as a, as, as a young, well, I guess I don't count as young anymore, but um, I thought that was the whole thing. Like, aren't we as the, at the fan level supposed to support rivalry? This is good news. Chase Claybull talking stuff after the game. Juju talking it before the game. Oh. That's what's fun. Don't we? I didn't know it was a rivalry. Is it nice? I thought no, it wasn't a rivalry. No, I think it's fun. And I think it's like when the Titan, when the Ravens stomp on the Titans logo, you know, all that stuff. It's like, don't you want this? Don't you guys want I like sort it. of heightened I don't stakes? Get it. But Wait, so we all three agree? Well, that stinks. Well, okay, here's, here's one. I here's one, Dave. Here's one yeah. you're going to hate. I last year when the Titans knocked out the Pats, I rooted for the Titans. Oh, wow. I don't like that. I don't, you know, I, I, I there you no, no, no dignity, like no dignity. No, but there, that. there is something to that. If you don't have a rivalry with the team, you want to be able to say, well, we were the second best team. So I have to now root for the team that beat us to win the whole thing and then say, if so, the team that beat me didn't, doesn't win the whole thing, right. then I'm just even more of a loser. I exactly. agree, but we're, spoiler we're like the alert, fifth, the sixth best, yeah, like, yeah, it, I right. have a bad spoiler alert for everybody. Plug your ears. If you don't want to hear about early next yeah. month, the, uh, the Browns ain't winning the Super Bowl. All right. Oh, you're going to hate my, uh, my elimination pick. Oh, all right. Well, let's, uh, we'll get to that. Now I, I do want to, I, it occurred to me as I was going through the AFC North, uh, stuff, what were the odds that after the Steelers went 11 and 0, there would be two AFC North teams left in the second round of the playoffs and one of them would not be the Steelers? Give me wow. odds on that. Slim right? to none. Crazy. Crazy. Browns probably, I, I guess the Browns were on track to make the playoffs at the time. 11 and 0, what were they? Were they 7 and 4 at the time? Anyway, nice slate this weekend. Kicks off with Green Bay. Fandle has him six and a half point favorite over the L.A. Rams. We don't know who's going to be the quarterback. Uh, I mean, Sean McVay has got a choice. I, I could activate Blake Bortles. I could go with the guy who was taken away on an ambulance last week, or I could start the man playing with one hand. I, I, that's 
Really good options there to go into Lambeau. That's one. Uh, Baltimore at Buffalo. That line is moving around. It got as low as one and a half. Started at three. Got as low as one and a half. Now back up to two and a half. I think it's because... I think it's because Lamar Jackson says he's afraid of playing in the snow. My God, as a, as a, the kid in me is is uh, dumbfounded by that. Why would you? I would uh, hand my paycheck back and say, "Oh, it's snowing. I don't need to get uh, compensated for today." Unbelievable! You so don't this, show weakness. This is the. Yes. I, I, it's why I I have uh, encouraged more than one Pittsburgh Steeler to pull the ultimate um um intimidation and not just in the pregame, go out there without your shirt off to show that you're not scared of the cold, but play the first quarter that way. Because then mm. really, if like they're oh, out well. there and they're shirtless, like what you'd be like, man, these guys are crazy. I don't know what <laughs> they'll do next. Um, yeah, it's very weird. And then we always forget as pro football players will remind you is like, isn't it bad in the cold? And they're like, Hey, I don't know if you noticed everybody's from California, Texas, and Florida. Anyway, nobody right. likes playing out here, but there is right. something to be said for, I don't, I mean, it's happened to me. Has it happened to you, Sal, that I really do like in Los Angeles now, having lived in Pittsburgh and, um, Bloomington, Indiana and Chicago, like my, my body now, like if I go outside oh, yeah. and it's, it's 58 degrees, like, yeah. I guess, Ooh, get me my, get me what my, a bunch uh, of wimps. You make that noise. I don't, I don't I know. Do. I don't make that noise. I, I do literally, say, yes. I literally make that. I believe that you make that noise. It was like, uh, for me, when I left, it was like contractions. For, and believe me, I, I could talk about women's body, contractions for when, yeah, giving birth. No, but when I moved away from New York, <laughs> I could talk first, about women's bodies. The Cousin first self. time, the first time I went back to New York, I could do like six days. Right. The second time I went back, I'm like, oh, it's too cold. I can only do four. And then the third time I was like, oh, boy, I didn't make that noise exactly. But inside I was doing it. Charlotte, you go. <laughs> you're you're there now. Right. You've not. You, I am. See, you you really you, you would experience this. You would know. But you played football in the snow, right? Everybody played football yeah, in the snow. Yeah, I did. Um I was actually I was like I played quarterback, but then they moved me to wide receiver. Okay. And it's just it's 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 harder, you know, you can't get your foot in quite as well, <laughs> your hands get cold, but like you make the catches, right? right? Cuz you're not a bunch of wimps. That's right. That's right. Well, I guess it um it tampers with his game plan a little bit. I guess that's why you might not want to play in this. So, by the way, it's supposed to be 36 and just cloudy in Buffalo on uh, Sunday. So this is probably not even an issue. Um, Charlotte, if you're Cleveland, like me, though, oh, oh, sorry, yeah. I, I just want to say, like, we, we kind of picked up where we left off on uh, Monday. I feel like for the good of the objective football fan, the Rams should go away. We I, No offense, Rams fans, but it's not as much fun if you get to the title game as if the Packers do to play whoever survives that, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. old, you know, old man bowl in New Orleans. Um, Rams and, and Chiefs win, we're good. Right. Precise. Packers and Chiefs. That's precisely. Pre Packers precisely. and Chiefs, right. Sorry, yes. I got right, Thank yes, you. yes. And we're, there, and we're a good one, but... Man, people keep talking about that one. And the, the line bouncing around, and that is, uh, you may be right about that. That's the reason um, that the line is moving there. Yeah. I just still really don't see where, I, I, obviously, the Bills have emerged as an offensive juggernaut, but um, I'm not sure exactly wh where the matchups are that make people excited about the Bills against Baltimore right now. Uh, well, they're, Wait, what? I mean, you all they, all they do is win. I mean, all they, no, I get that. Well, obviously yeah. that's why, I, but, but I mean, I, <laughs> but specific matchups that you like that's like, oh, the bills should have their way because of blank. You like this. the Ravens defense better than the bills defense, but By I think lot. the bill bills offense is, uh, showed more promise than, uh, the Ravens defense. But yeah, I know matchup wise, this is, a, but, and I've said it before. I wish, I wish, I wish I didn't have such a crippling gambling addiction and I could just watch this game. But I know when it comes down to Saturday afternoon or night, whatever it's, uh, it's going to be fun. We have to make a extra pay, extra points for extra pay parlay. Maybe we stay away from this. So we don't have to have, at, bet the other three games. I don't know. I'm not going to. Don't tell, tell me what to do. I I, I, I would I, take the points. I would. I take the over. You on, would take over. Yeah. Ravens Bills. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I could see so many things happening in this game. Yeah. Maybe we um, stay away from it. That's a good point. I can't see a ton of things. I'll happening. take the over on Browns on Browns Chiefs. Browns Chiefs. The uh, the spread is ten according to FanDuel and um. 
I'd be surprised if Cleveland hung. I know I've thought about this a lot. This is a nice story. And I know the chiefs have struggled. I think the last seven games they've won by six or fewer points, something like that, or six of the last seven. So it's tough to lay the 10 this week and the way Cleveland grinds the ball, but not like that I would Cleveland take the defense. Browns at you 10? like the Browns. Is that going to be, is that a tease for your extra points for extra pay? Are you telling well, it depends us? where the line is. Depends what we, uh, yeah. if it moves at all. But if it stays there, I you mean. You get over 10, bro, with their very generous fan. I, they give us an extra point. If they give me over 10, I think I would do that. Whoa. 56 and a half, Charlotte, is the over-under in. Uh, I would rather take, I would take the Browns. I think plus the Browns the, could plus, cover. Plus uh, 11 if uh, FanDuel gives us a point. All right. Well, that's a yeah. fun one. I might, sure. I might be with Charlotte on that one. And then. Uh, that's the, rare. The last Cleveland, one, I like the brown. The Browns, man. What? What? Like how, the are, how, how are the Let, Chiefs going to uh, practice? How are the Chiefs uh, stopping Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? I, I, well, I'm you not, could do that thing where you say, I mean, Big Ben, and obviously it was in a comeback effort, and maybe there was prevent defense that he had to go up against. But I mean, he never looked sharper than he did in that second and third quarter. Um, and if you, if you, you know, if you play the game, the Chiefs are going to score forty. Can the Browns score twenty eight? That's one way to look at it. Yeah. You think they can? I think so. Yeah. I think it's four stops. I think they have to stop the Chiefs three or four times in their game plan. And uh, and then they'll they'll be in it. They'll be in a one score game. But that's a fun when one. When you put it that way, though, I'm like, how could they stop the Chiefs three or four times? I know. Well, <laughs> and then, but then it's weird because then you look at what are the Chiefs? And we know Andy Reid. No, I mean, if the Raiders that, could beat great. the Chiefs that one time and the Chiefs have looked shaky since then, I still think I still think Browns at, at plus 11 is a. It, I, right. I think that's smart. Look at this. She might be locking herself in already. This is Wednesday <laughs> morning. Wednesday morning. Oh, I haven't even finished we'll Tiger Woods we'll yet. Who knows, who knows? I think I it's more important what has happened in the last six weeks than what happened 12 months ago. And I think a lot of people, the same way they were on board with the Titans last weekend, was based on, well, you saw what Derrick Henry did a year ago. It's like, it definitely yeah. matters. But also, right. more recent events um, count sure. a little bit more here. So, All right. Tampa Bay, New Orleans. Talk about recent events. Um, down to three. If you like Tampa getting three and a half, those days are gone. Down to three, New Orleans favor. A lot of Tom Brady money coming in. Why wouldn't it be? Playoff star. Um, you know, a couple ways to look at it. New Orleans uh, lost three to the last four playoff games on the last play of the game. You want to back that team? Or you want to back Brady, who's just been on fire uh, offensively? I think Brady's going to do it. And I, doesn't want to no get doubt. embarrassed a third time, right? Like, this would be a, an embarrassing... If they got blown out again, this goes up as one of Brady's uh, top embarrassments, right? I think it's like 62-16 yes. for the first two games. And if they lose by another 10 or 15 or 20, or I don't think that's going to happen. I think they at least keep it close. We'll, we'll discuss it further Friday. But what are you guys' preliminary thoughts? I don't think the Saints looked good enough yeah. on on was that Saturday or Sunday? It was Sunday. Nickelodeon uh, Sunday. It was Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Saints look good enough uh, against the Bears for right. me to think that they have a chance against the Bucks. I think that the Bucks also didn't quite look good enough against Taylor Heineke, right? Um, to make me think, oh, okay, well, this is a runaway. I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a great game, honestly. But mm. I think that Tom Brady's going to do it. I think that the. I think the Bucks will win. By a touchdown. Is this your favorite game? I, I prefer the uh, Baltimore-Buffalo. Um, oh, yeah, you game. have a different thing. Yeah, you have a different thing. I hate thing this game. I also really don't think it's going to be good. Really? It, it's, it probably won't because we expect it to be. So <laughs> that's usually No, it's happens. a fun storyline, but I right. don't think that either of these guys, like yeah. Brady last week and Breeze last week did not. I think it's going to be kind of a grind and a little embarrassing for both of them. Mm -hmm. But I think that Brady's going to do it. First of um, all, of course, the uh, the Bears and Saints game um, is memorably on Sunday. How could anybody forget what happened on on, on the day the the tragic of uh, events of one ten? Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. The um, I, I, again, just think what's on the horizon, and let's just uh, let's get to. I mean, we we talk about Far v Breeze way back when. Remember when? Um, 
Peyton and Brady were on one side of the bracket battling. And then on the other, it was Kaepernick v. Russ and, you know, mm. old guard and new guard on one side. I mean, that's what we're tracking towards. The Chiefs are going to play. I mean, Patrick Mahomes against Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. Um, and by the way, how about the fact there's not much coverage of the fact that three of the 2018 first round QBs are now in the divisional round. That's pretty remarkable. Success, yeah, true. you know, yeah. and, and it also puts that group on track for the um, ongoing for the extended narrative of where does that QB class rank? I mean, the, you know, 2004 sure. trio in the 1983 um, quintet, which really boils down to just a trio. So maybe this is the trio. But, you know, and then Sam Darnold's out there and then imagine being the Arizona Cardinals and like everybody. Sam Darnold's at least an interesting figure right now. And then there's Josh Rose. Josh Imagine Rosen. being on the wrong side of that thing. But uh, if you're the team that uh, that did that, mm -hmm. I still believe Josh Rosen maybe could uh, make things work given the right. But uh, uh, we're getting sidetracked. No, no, you're no, you're getting sidetracked. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. We're, 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 you're we're, just, yourself. we're just listening. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But think about that. If we get Brady and Rogers on one side, it's just, just going to be stuff that we'll talk about 10 years, 20 years from now. I think that it's a kind of thing, though, where like this could be a great redemption story for the class of 2018, because I think that Josh Allen and Baker took a lot of flack over the years of people being like, oh, yep, they weren't. They just couldn't cut it. And it's like, well, that was a year like no one gives anybody any time. And now they're kind of proving that there's something there. Right. It's true. FanDuel, I wanted to talk. Uh, I know Charlotte's excited about this. They have these specials, elimination specials. Um, yeah. Yes, it's it's just as hairy as it sounds that you can bet on the team to eliminate all the teams in the playoffs. So you could bet on the team to eliminate the Packers. Now, if you think it's the Rams, it's basically you're taking the Rams money line this week. Um, but if you think Tampa Bay is going to eliminate the Packers, you get plus 470 looking ahead to next week or maybe looking ahead to the Super Bowl. If you think it's the Chiefs that are going to beat them in the Super Bowl, you get six to one odds. Um, Dave, any, anything stand out of you for the Packers who will eliminate the Packers? The Packers will not be eliminated at all. Oh, wow. There's not a, um, they're going to the Super Bowl, Sal. And I think uh, they're going, and I think they're going to vanquish the chiefs when they get there, but they uh, might have to have to get around the Ravens either way. Congratulations, green Bay Packers and your all time great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, on a second Lombardi trophy for him. Wow. wow. All right. And, well, and I, the I, what? I, the fifth? Is that the fifth? That's the fifth for them. I overall. believe, yeah. That's right. Well, so then if you just want them to win the Super Bowl, you got four to one. Um, I'm sorry. Who, you went in the wrong direction. I know. You, I'm you sorry. Mentioned I didn't the know. Packers. I, I I've got no a idea. Packers answer. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So here's what I would do. I don't think what I think will happen and what I would bet here are mm -hmm. two different things. So they're at odds with each other and this doesn't make any sense. I would take the Browns to knock out the Packers at wow. plus five. What plus, in the hell? Uh, 5,500. <laughs> because that's fun. You, okay. That's a you fun put one. A, put a little bit of money down mm -hmm. and like, think of it as you, like, this is you a, put a no, little no, no. bit of money down. <laughs> I will. Okay, fine. On think of it as like, you're paying for an experience, right? Like you'd pay to go to a concert. You're That's not going to get that money back. Think of this. You're probably not going to get that money back. But if that hits, if the Browns make it to the Super Bowl and beat the Packers in the Super Bowl, wow, you have made, you have made it so much fun for yourself and you'd get a fair amount one. of money back. All right. I like it. I'd put a hundred bucks on that just for fun. I like it. A uh, hundred bucks, 55 to one. Wow. All right. You get $5,500 if the Browns beat the Packers. Let's remember that. By the way, we did preseason. Um, maybe it wasn't now even preseason. Now I'm talking myself into it. I'm like, I'd put a thousand. I, no, you gotta I, do I love this spirit. It just feels like it could be, it likely will be over this weekend. But I, I, I love the, the long-term play of it. I, like um, it I just too. can't see it. I can't. I, I. I. There's just no way. Even if they beat the Chiefs, and I know that if they were to beat the Chiefs, the conversation coming out of it would be like, "Oh my goodness, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns." They, it would be oh, something. Who's going to beat them? But they still have to go to Buffalo or Baltimore, and they still wouldn't beat either one of those teams. They just said, "Just even I know if they beat what the, the Chiefs, conversation is." I know. I'm, but I think people would be very excited and on board with you. The thing that's really, really, legitimately after 18 weeks now of evidence. What mm. explains all, you know, listen, specific to the Steelers Browns game, how to, how the, the curveball stuff that happens in the playoffs 
um, like how did the Cleveland Browns not having Joel Batonio out there? Um, how did they just completely shut down the Steelers defensive front? That's for what's 60 funny. Minutes? That's what makes the whole because thing it's funny. some guy what named Blake that Baker met in the locker room. Yeah, Baker met pulled some guy in the locker room. He's like, drop that mop. You're gonna block for me today. And, uh, but there's yeah, the but that's the history. sort of thing that there's just no predicting that that would ever happen. Uh, so yeah. like when we do like well, but we know that this matchup favors that team against that. It's like who who could have accounted for like right. yeah they would just completely shut down. That's Cam why Hayward. we can't laugh at Charlotte's pick of the Browns. At that's why I like that because I think it's a I think it's more fun. I think it's mm-hmm. the most fun bet you could make right now if you're cool with losing money. And I think that that's fine because I think that if. This is the kind of thing to me that is one of those unbelievable stories that mm. could happen. I liked how they looked last weekend. I know the Steelers started mounting a comeback, but they still didn't come within two touchdowns, did they? Or am I wrong? 13, no, 12, 12 points. 13, so yeah, I think it's very, people yeah. acted as though like, oh, well, the Steelers got close. It's like technically they didn't get that close. Right. And I think that the Chiefs, I think that the Chiefs are vulnerable in ways that they be. weren't. Now we have to bet. So that's what this. I'm saying. We all have to bet a little bit on this. Wow. Can Guess you what? God. Guess You're what? Dave Count won't. me out. Dave won't. <laughs> Dave, fine. it'll, it'll hurt I'm a little less. When I'm rolling in yacht money. It'll, right, it'll hurt a little less if you have 5,500 coming your way. Um, it's true. Oh, can you, oh, the Browns. Uh, Baker would be in every Super Bowl commercial. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Um, 55 to 1. And He's going to be in every Super Bowl commercial either way, so so don't worry about that. I do remember uh, Young Charlotte and even younger Charlotte predicting when we did these Super Bowl matchups. I believe you had Tampa Bay and Cincinnati as your Super Bowl. So um, I sure did. That maybe we could laugh. And at. hey, that wouldn't that have been fun? <laughs> uh, Dave, all right, maybe we do have something for you. I, I I like this one a little bit. Rather than take the Packers if you like them to win the Super Bowl, you could look ahead a little bit and bet them to eliminate the Chiefs mm-hmm. at eight to one odds. I like that. You're kind of getting good. You're getting double your odds on on the Packers Super they Bowl. They really, future. really, really, really should go to the Super Bowl. They re- the the Packers absolutely are to me feel like a much better play to reach the Super Bowl than the Chiefs right now. I got to tell you, if that's the case, and it it, it it looks strong that it could be Packers Chiefs, and if you're getting eight to one odds on the Packers in a game. The Chiefs will be, they can't really be more than a three-point favorite in that game, I don't think. You get an eight-to-one odds on a field goal-type game, that's good. Then you hedge out of that. I like that. I think that's mine. I'm uh, doing right that. There. I, I, You know what? That's it. Consider you like it done. that. All right. Yep. I think I'm on that. I mean, well, we could make both bets. We could do the Browns over the Packers, and we could do Packers over the Chiefs. Uh, Meantime, Charlotte's then texting us on Sunday night, told you about Bake. Eh. <laughs> Listen, Knowing, knowing my luck, the, 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 what, what the, what the Browns did to the Steelers, the Chiefs will do to the Browns this weekend. But I still think it's fun. I'm still well, going to do it. I stand. Well, it's by even it. mon- more fun, Charlotte. Browns to eliminate the Bucks is seventy five to one. <clears throat> oh um, shit! If you want to do that, I mean, you're house money. But now. no, no, no. I really, 55. I'm really, I'm, I'm sticking with. It. I think okay. Packers get there. Um, a team to eliminate the Saints. I kind of think it's Tampa Bay, so I wouldn't do that. Team to eliminate the Bucks. You can go Packers at plus 460 if you think that's not bad either, Dave, right? Packers to eliminate the Bucks plus 460, four and a half to oh, one. I put money I, on that. I'll put money on that. that. I like that a, a lot, that but game. Yeah. I feel like the mystique of Brady and, I mean, practically too, you know, Antonio Brown's coming on now as, as uh, Steelers fans have hit me up on Twitter to let me know, like, what about that? What about if it's Levy and Bell versus Antonio sure. Brown in the yeah, anti-Steelers Bowl? But um, that really would be gross. But um, Antonio Brown's coming on more and more now. Mike, you know, obviously we know the weapons that Brady has and the defense is pretty good and the offensive line is rounded into shape and all of that. But I still think a lot of it is about the mystique of Brady in January. Uh is why people are taking the bucks right now, because it's not a small matter that finally, for the first time, it feels like almost all season long that um, it's breeze with his two best weapons. I think Michael Thomas is as close to healthy as he's been since week one. And if that's the case, that's not a small thing. All the conversation that has uh, continued in this football season, who's the best wide receiver and all of that. Mm. Michael Thomas ain't far from the conversation. He's just been out of it. Um, because of injury. So now him and Kamara, it makes sense. And as I always say, the, the, the rhetoric goes, 
of, hey, it's hard to beat uh, the same team three times. You know what's even harder to do? Lose the first two and then for some reason convince yeah. yourself, like, oh, the third time will uh, will be the charm here. I think that everything favors the Saints, kind of, except that I'm waiting for Drew Brees to play like Drew Brees has played in December's yeah. and January's over the last uh, three, four years. It is so funny with that. It's hard to beat a team three times. Like, I don't know why it would be different in the pros as, than it was in high school. Like, if your basketball team went to, if we went to Amityville and lost by, uh, if we were home against Amityville and lost by 23 and then had to go there later in the year, we weren't going to win that game by 10. Like, they're just, I don't know, just some teams are better. I know the talent disparity is uh, is not such uh, in the right. NFL. Well, but, uh, but it's also like, but it's, but I think it's just simple coin flip, kind, li- right. literal coin flips. People apply that sort of logic. Like, well, we flip the coin and it comes up heads twice. It's likely that it's going to be yeah, tails. First right. of all, that even that doesn't uh, stand the reason statistically. But beyond that, there, there, yes, one, one team has hammered the other one twice down into the wood. Why, why is the other one going right. to now suddenly the, the, the <laughs> nail's going to rise up out of the wood? I don't know. I lost the metaphor halfway through i don't even know what but i think you're picking up what i'm laying down yeah i am um you, you brought up a good point with uh michael thomas uh kamara and breeze before sunday's game they had played together the equivalent of one game in terms of snaps it was like 58 snaps or something and uh it's amazing what you can learn on nickelodeon but yeah so now they're those three are back <laughs> um doug peterson gone fired <laughs> this is like this is hilarious to me because giant fans are fired up because it seems as if they told Doug Peterson, he has a job. Don't worry. Yeah. Your job is safe. And he's like, Oh, I'll play ball. Then I'd rather get a better draft pick with the team that I'm going to be coaching next year. So take a hike, Jalen hurts. You're sitting and we're going to lose this game and get a better draft pick. And then guess what? He gets fired. Kind of funny. Giants fans are I, it's up so arms. rude. It's so rude of the Eagles to do that to him. If that's really what happened, I can't get over that. Oh, and then here's what's crazy. Here's how nonsensical this year. Someone posted something that says the Jets are looking at Adam Gase. Sorry, Eagles looking at Adam Gase as their number one hire. That can't be true. And I posted, I was like, this is a funny joke. Thinking that it was serious, but just commenting like, this has got to be a joke. And of course it was a joke. But that's how messed up this year is because you can kind of see that. You can almost well, you also, see it. You can think that's true. I'm like, yeah, right. no, they they probably are. That's a stupid thing to do, but they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Peterson, Gaze, Bill O'Brien all vying for the OC job down there in Bama right now, it seems Unbelievable. Like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> coaching carousel. What is the worst job available? Philly, Detroit, Atlanta, Houston, the Jets, the Chargers, the Jaguars, all those uh, head coaching vacancies. In a way, you could say the Jets is always the worst because you're under the spotlight, or you could say Atlanta is always the worst because that's a cursed um, city and franchise. Same goes for Detroit. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I have a. I thought this one through. Okay. So I think they're all worst for their own reasons. Like Jets ownership hasn't helped them out very much. Houston is absolutely toxic right now. Philly has the Wentz problem. Atlanta was cursed by a witch when they got the Olympics. Um, And then the Chargers (laughs) and the Jags seem like the best options. I think because... I don't know. I just feel like there's some hope there. They don't, the organizations don't seem quite as broken as these other two. I think Houston right now is the worst because I think, I think things are so toxic there um, that coming in and trying to repair, you know, Deshaun Watson is like the nicest man in the world. And for him to be pissed off somewhat vocally or making that known at all, like that's a problem. How about this? Houston might be the worst. Dave, I know you picked your city. You had your year year long awards. Houston front runner for 2021. They they were heavily considered for the 2020 side. Well, now you got for this. Most, you got Deshaun yeah. Watson wanting out. Yeah. You, they hired some PR firm that um hundreds of thousands of dollars told them who they should target. It was for a search GM. firm. It was like a consulting yes. firm. And they they ignored that advice. Deshaun Watson's like, what the hell is going on here? How much can I take? James Harden last night wants out of Houston, wants to play. He, you know, he's, he's gone through every good restaurant there uh, and he's he wants out. And boy, it's crazy. And now the Astros, uh, they want to be banished from the league, obviously. No, I don't know. Oh, my God. A, yeah, it's really bleak, isn't it? It's a lot going on in Houston. It's really right bleak. Now. But if well, you. The, yeah, go out. Well, I was just going to say the Chargers is the, the best spot. 
but by by a long stretch, I feel like um, among the available gigs there, that's the one you mm. most want. They all uh, the rest of them have um, some stink of curse, you know, longstanding curse. Right. Uh, and then if you go to Jacksonville, you have to you, then you're a Florida man and then you have to wear turquoise around. Um, well, what if you get Trevor? I mean, well, that's you still it. have you're to wear those get... uniforms. You still have to wear those colors around <laughs> all the true. time. Your coaches they, they don't make them orange. The coaches have no say in that. You have to. You do have to wear that. Uniform. You want to live in Jacksonville? I mean, I know there's some. No, nice so parts, that's but... the other thing. That's what I would look at. All right. Where do I want to move my family? Where do I want? Yep. And I think it's I think it's the, the Chargers. The problem is the best team in football is in your division. Right. Probably. If we're doing it by that, I'd go Jets. I mean, I'd like to live here. Well, sure. These are the considerations. Right. Yeah, Everything. the Jets. Yeah. I, I, by the way, with the Jets, I know there's going to be, and I said, I think even last week, Penny Sewell put, I mean, the the idea of Becton and Sewell protecting your QB, assuming yeah. it's, Sam, you know, Sam Darnold or otherwise. The more I think about it, though, I, I get the importance of the offensive line and the defensive line. Uh, I, clearly, I, I, I grasp that. But if you... It, and I know Devontae Smith doesn't sort of project to be the um, absolute, you know, surefire, definitely going to be an NFL star. There are people like Daniel Jeremiah who are respected scout types who will say, like, I don't know. I think he slides into the bottom half of the top 10. But, I mean, if you can put that on the field as the Jets, don't you got to take him number two there, Devontae Smith? Or even if you can trade down because – you you could even have the luxury of trading down and gain some stuff, and then take Devontae Smith at like four or five. I, I just think I you, don't think you're he the Jets. You, you, you got to. <laughs> do you think he would? I don't know Devontae Smith. Do. Yeah, I think he will. Yeah, yeah no, ba- based on what people are saying. Think, but there's TV so many to... good ones. You look at the wide receiver class. You talk about like a running back, like staying away. Like as long as long as you're not the Raiders. You're going to make a good choice at wide receiver in the draft. And Devontae Smith is great. Seems like a guy who needs to be triple covered and for sure should have won the uh, <clears throat> the Heisman Trophy. But there are some there are some dazzlers out there. I don't, you gotta, yeah, you're right, I guess. And then if you have Becton and Sewell for the next half decade, how are you not going to be a dominant uh, impose your will offense on whatever you have. And, and by the way, they have Mims from last year. Yeah. So, yeah maybe and Mosley comes I, back, right? He, he was opted out. Yeah, so... Um, all right, so Charlotte, you say you take the Jets job. You want to be in New York. I mean, no, if we're doing it by where you live, if you're doing it by the team that actually could win yeah. soon, I think I'd put my money with Herbert rather than Darnold. But I mean, also people, I don't know. I mean, I, I You kind of have to look at it like that, right? Like, hey, I have, three, I have two or three years to get this right. I have to make the playoffs in three years. Otherwise, and it doesn't even matter that I build a team exactly. for the fourth year because the third and year. And then you can move to New York. Right, then you can move. Uh, yeah, you can go uh, wherever you want. Well, Philly's uh, the best food town, right? I mean, uh, Philly what? or L.A. is the best food town what? of the choices. Philly here. is the best food at, at town. Out of New York, be better than New York. No. Oh, New York. I'm sorry, I'm looking right past the Jets. Right. Well, okay. So you have great food with New York. I was like, how much you sorry. like cheesesteaks, Dave? <laughs> well, Philly does have great restaurants, and and, I know, and so I know, does I know. L.A. And the the one that is um, surprisingly diverse, if you haven't been through there in forever, is Houston. Houston has a diverse population, all manner of food. The the worst thing about Houston is how sweltering it is and spread out. I know it it's is. very but, hot. But that but, was uh, my, like my initial point. James Harden is 397 pounds, and even he wants to move on from those restaurants. Right, so, right. Um, I don't know. They don't you want to go there with a bu- there. I mean, imagine being like the the second iteration of Belichick. You I, that must be the biggest pain in the ass to be around. As Lions people uh, will tell you about <laughs> Matt Patricia and all the other um, different places that hit, that uh, Belichick um, apples from his tree. Mm. Um, but imagine like all those expatriates guys like this is how we did did things up in new england all the time like that you're 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 gonna have three dozen of those daily like well in new england this is how we were doing things like oh shut up i can't take it you know i don't want the houston gig well speaking of coach belichick i know you're very happy with this decision charlotte and it bummed me out because i like when he does the wrong thing i know but he's not going to the white house i think today was supposed to be the day or tomorrow he's Mm -hmm. not accepting the presidential medal of honor it was honor right which is kind of funny freedom i thought i thought it was no freedom, no, but- no it was honor because i remember thinking oh this is a guy who's been busted for cheating and 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 fine <laughs> right. and everything else and we're gonna recognize his great honor <gasps> but anyway he turned it down he said um 
I think a lot what what we all think uh, on you know no matter what side of the aisle we're on like you know I'm appalled by what happened last week and now's not the time or place and I'm not accepting this award um now what I may have got me thinking who does deserve some I love giving it to athletes and coaches and stuff people get mad at that if you had to give you a present you had to give a congressional medal of uh honor or freedom to someone who would you choose well, Marquise a... Pouncey because he he allowed the Browns <laughs> to get over the hump. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Charlotte. <laughs> I mean, I have a serious answer, which is Maya sure. Moore from the WNBA who oh, left nice. at the height of her playing career to free an innocent man from prison. I don't think it gets more honorable than that. Or LeBron James because he's done a lot. I feel like this is – I was trying to think of, you know, I could do a funny one. Like Phil Mickelson would be funny just because, like, why would you ever give it to Phil Mickelson? But right. um, I also – I do think that there's if you're going to do this, it has to be someone who's made a difference outside of sports in a in a significant way. And I think that those are two people who've done just an extraordinary amount. So. Oh, man, I went serious, but not someone who, as far as I know, made a significant difference outside of sports. But Tom Seaver passed away. One of my oh, uh, yeah, idols. He could get it. Well, I know it shouldn't just be someone who died or someone is beloved, but you know, he does have the military thing, U.S. Marine Corps back in 62, 311 yeah. wins, 3,600 strikeouts. Um, I don't know, someone like that. I was going to say Roger Staubach. I was telling Dave, and then I'm like, oh, wait, Trump gave it to him in 2018. But uh, <laughs> let's honor Tom Terrific right there. Um, you know, and yeah, actually, by the way, Trump would be able to ingratiate himself back with New Yorkers for at least a day. Um, by giving it to Tom Seaver, who unfortunately, as a result of being dead, cannot turn down the award. So mm. that's uh, that would work in his favor. Um, so I would give it to Tom Seaver. What a rotation we lost, Dave. Tom Seaver, Whitey Ford, Bob Gibson. There's another. Uh, I'm not. I'm not remembering, but a great. Sheesh, it was a great. Yeah, you're form. right. Um, Wait, who was it? Joel, help us out here. Um, but what pitchers we lost? There was a great four. Oh, Phil Necro, maybe. Necro. Oh yeah, we just yeah. lost Necro. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. His brother uh, has one of the greatest video clips of all time when he has the nail file in his back pocket. Joe Necro. Joe Necro. Who I yeah. think has also passed away. Um, had the nail file in his back pocket of his uniform pants, surrounded by umpires accusing him of scuffing the ball. Mm. And he made the move simultaneously, like throwing his hands in the air, like, what are you talking about? And as he <laughs> did that, the nail file flies out of one of his two hands. And only... By sheer luck, does the one umpire kind of catch it out of the corner of his eye? It's a great <laughs> slow mo video if you haven't seen it. Well, you maybe look he, it up on YouTube. It's very funny. As he we tries should to give get him the it. Congressional Medal of Honor. That's <laughs> yeah, a nice, he's next. I'll nice go with. Um, by the way, Roger, an award for a uh, terrible name for a baby of the day, Roger the baby. Um, I you. will say Russell Wilson, and I mm. think J.J. Watt is also on board with this, um, and other guys who do. I think I can't imagine something more difficult to do out of a sense of charity than going to children's hospitals on a regular basis to mm -hmm. see to see really sick children and do it all the time. And Russell Wilson, after he threw the pick, even for what this matters in football and profession and how that would make you feel sad as a professional athlete and everything, throws the pick to Malcolm Butler. The next day, he uh, he maintained or maybe it was the two days later maintained his weekly visit to the Seattle Children's Hospital. I think that's remarkable stuff. Imagine like, oh, Russell, Pretty you're, good. how sad are you? How sad are you? Like, not as sad as these guys and these families are. So I think that's lovely. Chaz Batch, backup QB pretty much throughout his entire <laughs> career. But he is so, he. I mean, he is a guy, he, in Pittsburgh, he goes around, and I'm talking about all year. He hits up places and collects uh, you know, uh, athletic equipment and otherwise for kids and everything and get food and everything That's and gets nice. it. And then, and then local cameras try to catch him doing that. And then he refuses it. He doesn't allow himself to be covered doing it, but I'm covering it here against his will. So take that Chaz batch. I think you do. And then Mario Lemieux, of course, cause he saved uh, the Pittsburgh oh, come three on. times in his career. Um, well, I had to work one good one. In. What about, what about Chris Long? Chris Long, very charitable, right? If you want to talk about uh, doing good for a community. Uh, in a, as I say about place. Chris Long, in a, in a world of guys, Chris Long is a man. He is. He really is. Uh, he's a man. In a world of guys. <laughs> I'm a guy. I Believe me, I know the difference because I'm a guy. I'm a guy. Let me I'm tell you. I'm just a guy who's a man. Who's a man? 
All right. I'm just the guy who's going to be betting on the playoffs this weekend. I know a lot of people are out there and I can't wait to do it on FanDuel Sportsbook. If you've never tried FanDuel before, playoffs are the perfect time to give it a shot because right now new users get an exclusive 25 to 1 odds boost on any team to win during the divisional round. I don't get this. Dave, Charlotte, how are they making money that if I want to put my 25 to 1 odds bet boost on the Chiefs, who are supposed to beat the Browns by 10 points, but they're giving me, Fandle's giving me 25 to 1 odds on the Chiefs. How can I stay in business? Very generous of them. It doesn't make sense. Any playoff game this weekend, 25 to 1, I would do it on the Chiefs. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Been betting Fandle all season long, but you could get 25 to 1 right there. Fandle Sportsbook. Download the Fandle Sportsbook app. Use promo code extra points so they know we sent you. That's Fandle Sportsbook promo code extra points. 25 to 1 on the Chiefs. How'd you do gambling? Well, I had 25 to 1 on the Chiefs. I had $125. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you can't compete with that. That's ridiculous. That hit that FanDuel's going to take and then combined with uh, Charlotte getting the big payout when the Browns win the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, I'm worried about FanDuel. I'm going to put 1000 bucks down, baby. Do it. Do it. What would that get me? Five, how much would, what would that uh, get me? 55 grand, right? That's nice. Mm-hmm. 55 grand is so much better than 1000. It really is. Mm-hmm. Write it out. I'm tempted. You'll see it. I'm tempted, but that's a lot of money to lose. Hey, the puck drops, Dave. I don't know if you knew this. Today, starting off with your pen uh, your pens playing the Flyers, probably by the time you're listening to this, it'll have started. But FanDuel has the Avs to uh favorite at plus 650, the Tampa Bay Lightning, Champs plus 850, Las Vegas Knights plus 850. Maple Leafs 12 to 1, Bruins 14 to 1. There you go, Charlotte. The Penguins, Dave, your Penguins 20 to 1 as I go further down the list. And the Islanders at 28 to 1. What do you think? Do you have a season long prediction? Dave, we'll start with you. You're the big hockey nut. I just think that, especially condensed into 56 games and all these head to heads within the division, if you are intrigued at all, by the sport. It's going to be fascinating. It's kind of where we left off in the bubble and the playoffs and the Islanders and others kind of disrupted what could have been a delicious um, uh, few rounds of seven game series between some real juggernaut teams out there. I mean, the the division, whatever um, hokey hockey uh, division uh, sponsorship nickname they have. I mean, the Bruins and the Flyers and the Penguins and the Islanders and who am I forgetting are all in the same division, knocking mm-hmm. heads all season long. It's good. A Capitals is who I'm forgetting. Um, it's going to be marvelous stuff. Um, I can't wait. Uh, I, I, I mean, from my perspective, the Penguins are a little, I know uh, uh, Homer, Dave is, uh, I think people are sleeping a little bit on the Penguins because they fizzled out the way they did. Um, just a few months ago, but I really do like uh, the youth that they've added, the speed that they've added. But I think, I, I think the Flyers or once again the Bruins loom really scary, and I'll take one of those teams. Whoever survives that Bruins. side of thing, what's that? I don't feel good about the Bruins. Maybe I feel like they had Char- that two right. year two year window, and without Chara, and you know, I'm I'm just not. Flyers might be the class of it. And speak of deja vu, recently I just watched a team in orange. Um, vanquish the black and gold. Now I'm going to turn on my TV and a team in orange. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the be, same. Maybe playing them makes me Bruins sick. 14 to one odds, Flyers 15 to one, and the Penguins 20 to one. If you want to lean on the team, I would take, I the, would take the Knights. Well, the Mass Mutual East is tough. It is. Dave's right. You go, you break down them. This might be the toughest. I don't know. For the Matt, I can't remember a Mass Mutual East that's had tougher competition than this, right? Out of all the years. Yeah, I can ensure that says that was an insurance joke. I gotcha. Charlotte, <laughs> Wait, what's the your, Knights uh, are pick? plus eight fifty for the Stanley yes, Cup. Correct. And I'm gonna go with them because I think that they are um I think they looked really good the second half of last season. Mm-hmm. And they signed I can't pronounce either of these guys' names, but they signed two good players in the offseason. Um, and I just, I've sort of followed them. I was there when I wrote about them a lot for their first season. Um, and I've just been so impressed by the, it sounds sort of silly to say like the ethos of a team or the mentality of a team, but I do think that they can do it. And I think they keep getting very close in a way that no one expected from an expansion team. Um, Mm. 
So you, I'm going to do it. I'm going to back Have it. you gone to a, a Knights game? Did you go? Oh, there? yeah. yeah. I, co- I covered the Stanley Cup there. So I was All at right. every. Um, it's fun, isn't it? In a regular season, it was the, it's probably one of the most fun sporting events. They fill I've ever been every to. second of every all the downtime with so much. And and uh, here's what I got out of it: the Ric Flair, woo! The, the, yeah. the, the, that that echoes on throughout the game. And then as you're leaving the game, until you're checked into your Southwest flight, wherever, and you're coming home, it's woo, woo, woo. It's like, all right, I get it. It's great, but it, it's great. And it's uh, <laughs> it's also- That intro gets me more fired yeah. up than any hype video and all. You know sports. what? I'll say this. I, I, I'm i sitting here thinking about it, listening to you, woo, back and forth. That's like me when I go out into the cold. I'm going right. to officially enter my pick. Um, season long play. Give me the Bruins to get to the final. That's, that's the play. Or I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Flyers to get to the final, which hurts no, me. Now you're say, locked into the Bruins. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> then over the last decade, I mean, this trend has now carried into the new decade of these teams, these long suffering teams finally getting over the hump to some degree. You know, the Browns and the Bills and everybody getting into the playoffs, at least. The Flyers ha- have not won a Stanley Cup. I don't know if I've mentioned it. They haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1975, and people still hold this team up as some sort of like, that's one of the great organizations in sports. They haven't won a st- championship since 1975, <laughs> 27 years before Charlotte even walked the planet Earth. Wow. Um, that's wild. The uh, yeah, the Flyers I think are now going to become the latest uh, to at least make some hay and get to a final. They finally have their goalie. That's what's ailed them for so many moons now. All right, I am. I hate go, saying it. Well, you said it. It's on. We're on record. I'm saying uh, I'm going with a player prop here. The Hart Trophy, Dave. You know who it was named after? <clears throat> Kevin. Nope, Jimmy, the mouth of the South Hart. Oh, I should have yes, known. That's it. Sorry. Yes, no, Kevin? Wasn't Kev- well, Kev- wasn't Kevin Hart. He wasn't born yet. Hart Trophy, basically the uh, MVP of the league. I think it goes to Austin Matthews of the Maple Leafs. Ten to one odds. Twenty three mm. years old. Check it yeah. out. Forty seven goals, eighty points last year. Shortened season. He lost ten pounds. Seems to be thinner. He's going to work uh, play on the penalty kill. Um, he's going to show uh, off his defensive skills there. I'm reading about. NHL 20 cover boy, not afraid to say he wears ladies deodorant, which I, I like him. that. There you go. He said it in a GQ ar- uh, article. I like him at 10 to 1 odds. 23 years like, old. Maybe I don't he like that he, his parents did that thing like we've talked about before. <clears throat> they named him Austin, which is a bad name for a baby. Yeah. Austin the baby is a bad name. And then also um, with <clears throat> the O. Like now it's for rude. his whole life. That's he's, rude. Right. Yeah. California kid, you can't even chalk it up to. Well, that's how they do it in, um, you know, uh, wherever, like uh, Czechoslovakia, whatever it would be from. But yeah, Austin. Mm, that's a fun one, Sal. Yeah, that's 10 fun. to 1 odds, 23 years old. Why not? Uh, I should mention Fandle has an NHL boost. Hopefully, you get this before they uh, drop the puck there. Sidney Crosby, Sid the kid, Dave, was plus 178 to score, now plus 210, according to Fandle. So jump on that. If you will. They're a little bit wonky. If you're really, uh, if, if you are a wonk and want to get in on that, that first, I, I don't want to do a deep dive on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Good, uh, good, good. Line good. rotations. I they, they don't have the guy that they want to have on uh, his wing right now, ready to roll. He missed uh, most of the game. Anyway, yes, that's a good pick. But by the way, Connor McDavid, the thing to watch out for, he is the star. I still go, if I have to win one game, I'll still take Sidney Crosby overall. But, um, Connor McDavid is getting into that Aaron Donald territory of um, his teammate won the MVP last year. He won the heart and it's getting into that place of like, yeah, that guy's the best player. So let's find his one a every year as we vote for MVP. It's a, that weird. Yeah. Well, he is favored thing. again. He's plus 460. Nate McKinnon is plus 500 right there, actually neck and neck. And then uh, uh, the, the Austin Matthews, who I mentioned is uh, right there. Third or fourth. On the list. Um, real quick before we sign off, there's a lot of good stuff going on in the NBA. Joel Embiid had 45 points. He's making a run at talking about MVP. But uh, I don't know. I ra- I gravitate towards the Harden stuff and the Kyrie Irving. What is going on? I can't even keep up with Kyrie Irving. It's I'm something worried. different every three hours with him, right? Yeah, I have no idea. Right now, it's like personal issues, and they say they don't know when he's going to come back. And then there were pictures of him at his sister's birthday party without masks on. And I'm like, okay, I get that if you're with your family. Huge but party, I didn't, though, right? But I didn't see the yeah. pictures, so I'm assuming it was a huge party. Right. And I'm just like, I hope, I really hope this isn't like a Tuka Rask situation where he left the bubble 
during the playoffs and Bruins fans tore him apart. And then it turned out that his daughter was, you know, taken away by an ambulance that right, night. Right. And you, you just never know with these things. But it, I have, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so confused. I have no idea what's going well, on. Well, so what's Joel Solomon jump in here? It started with him. Uh, was it last week saying he didn't feel like playing? He announced that he didn't feel like playing, which is why he didn't play. Um, which I is that true? Is I that what happened? I appreciate the uh, honesty, right? Per- personal reasons, right? On- he was being honest. He just didn't feel like playing, right? Yeah, you and can't so just. There's that, and I'm like, okay, he's the most honest uh, player in the league because I know a lot of players do that. They didn't feel like playing, and they it's easy enough to say you you tweaked your ankle and you sit. That's fine. Uh, the the birthday party. Whoa! All right, this is getting a little weird now. This probably um, I could see there being fines here. And then he appears on a big Zoom call. What was this with Cynthia Nixon? It's for a, uh, I, I believe a, a, a someone running for uh, an attorney of the state. Yeah, a big uh, Zoom meeting, and uh, I think showing his support. That's not much. correct. No, no, no. That's what was know, it? Kyrie is one of the two finalists to replace Samantha <laughs> in Sex in the City. Up, he's up against Bruce Willis, and <laughs> oh, both of them. All right. Refuse to wear sense. their masks, and then it was a whole, it, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Neither one's gonna wear a mask. Oh boy, if if Kyrie is a new Samantha, then it all uh, it all is forgiven. I don't, know. Right? I don't know. I think Bruce Willis would be fun, like some some <laughs> aged wisdom, you know, laying it on the ladies. You know, why, I could see that. Why would a Bruce Willis walk into a Rite Aid in Santa Monica and think that he's not going to get trouble for for not wearing a mask? You know, right? I just, just I just it, really hope inviting with the Kyrie Trump. stuff. It's not like some something bad i hope so i hope too. it's just Kyrie being a jackass and it's not Kyrie having some real issues so far we can ascribe these his behavior to largely at least although this is crossing a line in legitimate health issue but most of it we can ascribe to idiosyncratic rather than boy yes I, th- somebody needs to check on this guy but we are tracking in a in a weird yeah. direction legitimately i mean there's a division to be made between felonious behavior and being a silly head Right. Um, and, well, just uh, to be safe, but I hear it, what Charlotte's saying. Just to be safe, Kim Kardashian—they weren't even dating. She broke up with Kyrie yesterday, and I, which is weird. <laughs> She's like, "I can't, I can't put up with this. We, we can, we can't do this any longer. Like you weren't even dating." Preemptively, uh, yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. Good, good call, Charlotte. You're at the Wilder things still, right? I you, sure you, am. you haven't yeah. changed that. No, I haven't changed it. Uh, I'm still at the Wilder things. Um, all the same stuff. Nothing super special going on this week, but you know, follow me for for the content. There you go, Dave at Damashek, licking I his re- wounds still. I know. I really, I if I had the the hand solo edition blaster ready to announce a uh, creep of the week here, I would give it to <gasps> all the remaining pro football teams um, for continuing <laughs> to play. I mean, I think they could take a week off. Out yeah, of sit this out. It's rude right. of out them of not to be eliminated. Respect. <laughs> All right. They should. They should. They should take. They should take the week off to as an homage to Seven and the rest of the fellas there who did a nice thing out of a sense of healing and bringing everybody together. And now they made all of Pittsburgh know what it feels like to be a Cleveland Browns fan for all these years, and it stinks. I don't care for it. Um, but we're going to try to press forward courageously with uh, Eric Wood. Um, on minus three this week, Jeff Schwartz oh, nice. and uh, Eddie Spaghetti and myself will welcome Eric Wood later the Bills. To kibitz about the Buffalo Bills, who, as I've already mentioned, have unwisely or otherwise decided to press forward with the playoffs and we'll break right. it all down for you. Hey, you know what a wise move would be? Buy up a Savenge shirt, T-shirt right there, extrapoints.com. Now it's an ironic T-shirt, right? Now all the, all the hipsters I'll wear one in now. Brooklyn will wear it. Right. You're an ironic right? T-shirt. There you yeah, go. I'm in Brooklyn. <laughs> Savenge, <laughs> there you go. He's at Damashek, and uh, I'm at the Cousin Sal on Twitter. Check me out on Fox Bet Live, 5 p.m. Eastern, every day on FS1. Yes, uh, Friday, we're going to have our extra points for extra pay parlay. Hopefully, we don't get screwed over by the gambling gods. I, uh, I can't I, wait. I let us down with the Bears last week. That I will not be taking the Bears again. I'll it's tell okay. You I'll let us down with the Browns this week. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Crossing that 10 is, is, at this point in the playoffs, should be safe. It really should be safe. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. We so this, so, you're, so you're, your pick is in. Final Lock it in. Lock it in, It has Wilder. to be. It Lock has it to be. I have to do it. I'm taking the Browns. I like it. There you go. Uh, hey, a reminder to everyone out there, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember... You're all our favorites. We'll see you on Friday.